Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. What the hell happened the last two days where I was out? Oh, he messed his mic up. He messed his mic up. We were having too good of a time. I was out for 48 hours. He did switch positions yesterday. He said over there. Oh, he did? Okay, that messes everything up. So, Wednesday I was out. My rods and cones were mixed up. There you go. And I call, Andy calls me. He's like, hey, how you doing? And I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm here. I'm alive. And I said, honestly, I got a question for you. He goes, what? And I go, what's this Nick Chubb stuff I'm seeing? What is this? I, I said, is it a fever dream? I woke up and I saw something about Nick Chubb and I fell back asleep. And that was it. I saw it on my phone. He goes, oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, what? <laughs> he goes, ah, oh, the aggregators are getting people going. I was like, what do you mean by that? And he goes, well, he said, yeah, they, they have their potential cap casualties. And somebody out there somewhere in the ether just said a possible cap casualty is Nick Chubb. And the aggregators oh, got multiple. it. No, somebody's okay. Well, this is what he there. told me. This was just what Andy told me. Okay. okay. So he said, you know, the, the the aggregators got a hold of it, and so now everybody's arguing about Nick Chubb. And I go, they're gonna cut Nick Chubb. I go, what? What? It doesn't behoove the Browns to cut Nick. And he goes, hey, bring your voice down a little bit because I don't want you blowing your voice. And I go, all right. It doesn't behoove the Browns to cut Nick Chubb. That you would just you would give him a two, what what good does it do Nick Chubb to play hardball so you could rework a deal lower his number this year and then spread it out over two years and if he has anything for you great because I don't know if he's going to start the season and if he doesn't have anything for you while that's really sad and unfortunate at least you found out it doesn't behoove you at all he's like well I know that Kenny but you know how people on the internet are I go okay that's fair. And he goes, well, we see you tomorrow. And I go, I don't think so. I'm not feeling very good at all. Actually felt worse yesterday morning than I did on Wednesday morning. That's too bad. So yesterday morning, no, I felt worse on Wednesday morning than I did. There we go. Yeah, you're getting you. better. Okay, yeah, good. That makes I felt worse on Wednesday morning than it, I did on Tuesday. If we're going to do this. I felt this, better yesterday morning. Let's do it. Oh, power, power rankings. rankings my, okay. <laughs> Tuesday was bad. Tuesday I woke okay. up. 
I woke up in the morning. I went, this, this is not going to be a good day. You powered through, though. I'll say that. It's going to be a bad morning. Then you apologized to everybody after the show. You're like, I'm not going to be here tomorrow, and I'm sorry about that. It was bad. It was uh, I felt bad. Cause I, it was a classy move. Well, you let, you let Mr. Corleone know bad news immediately, and I was like, I'm not waking up at 3 in the morning and telling everybody I ain't going to be in there today. <laughs> not a chance. If Lima was in, no offense to you. None taken. Then maybe I would have thought about it, but no. <laughs> I was like, we're going we're gonna to get through this thing. So Wednesday morning I woke up. That was terrible. Yesterday morning I felt a little bit better. So worst days are we doing? Yeah. Wednesday, Tuesday, Thursday. Boom. Here we are. Okay. Felt better yesterday. There you go. There's your power rankings. There you go. Power rankings of the days. So yeah, that was that was Wednesday. And I went, well, he's like, well, just get better. And I was like, I'll, I'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye. And we said bye. Then yesterday I wake up. What, what, I guess I got to call Mitch out here. What did you write? Up on our like one of the things on the, one of the podcasts, I said the people are like, "This is Cleveland Sports Talk Radio, of course." I'm like, "What? What did I just wake up to when I checked my phone here at eight thirty in the morning, or whatever it was?" I mean, I was trying to gauge the conversation in that they had mentioned David and Joku's name, and not I mean just among the list of players okay. that were on potential. So I wrote down like you know Browns, uh, what was it Browns. Potential cuts, off-season cuts. Sounds like Megatron. What, what's going yeah, on? I don't know like what's going on with your mic. There. I, I thought I was like, is my headphones messed up? What's no, that? No. It's the levels are fine. I don't, do you, are you talking it into a feedback filter? Mitchtron three thousand. <laughs> and I and bas- and I wrote something like now David it's perfect. Now it's perfect. What you do? What maybe I'm, maybe like away from the mic a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I, that, that's on me. I just wrote it down wrong. I went back and fixed it, and um, gonna try and do better next time. So I got a lot of people ripping us because it's like Lima and I's picture on the thing and I'm going I'm yeah. out I'm, I'm sick unfortunate I, thing about that and Lima's on paternity leave for one more day he's back Monday apparently let's cross our fingers I, I'm like we none of us said this we didn't say this I didn't say that we just got this David Ajoku stuff the way we wanted now we're gonna cut him what is that what did you say? I didn't say anything. No, 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 no. You that's, were the one who steered the, the ship. That's the problem. That, well, Andy Baskin steered the ship, but it was my topic, and I did bring well, it to the table. Well, you're the co-pilot? I did bring it to the table, so I'll take full ownership. Uh, no, I, all I said— Steering this ship like the guy from Flight. Oh, what are you doing? All we did was go down how ridiculous of a concept that is. They landed. They technically did save that plane. How many souls? Yeah. Let's do a soul Then, then there were souls mm. on Power Rank the Souls, if you wanted. No, no. don't do Don't Power Rank the Souls. Don't power rank the souls. There's another guy that does that every day, Ken. I'm thinking of the Rappaport line in that. What, what's the movie where he calls it a he calls the a shot? I don't know. He calls it. It's like a, a shot of Grey Goose with the water or whatever, and that's called a solely. That's oh 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 well. You know? I get that. Okay. Yeah. yeah, there we go. Anyway, uh, no, we were fine. We did fine. We did it perfect. In fact, oh, so we, is Mitch getting people worked we up. We used yeah. We you well no, it's not Mitch getting people. Well, it's kind of Mitch getting people worked up, but people don't. You want to blame Mitch? Like Mitch, they didn't pay attention. People didn't pay attention. This has happened before. People, all they do, they 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 look and see online. They go, oh, they clearly. They, they did a whole segment on how we get rid of David and Joku. We didn't do a segment on how to get rid of David and Joku. We did a segment on how David and Joku commented on Joe Flacco and how they have a, a combination together. And the other part of it, we touched on what PFF had to say. What did you Because that do? was one of the news of the day. Mitch, and honestly, what you know, did you do? All we did was shoot it down. Nothing good, apparently, because of the reactions we got yesterday. No, this is not Mitch's And you fault. left it up. This is not Mitch's fault. Well, no, we this left a, a tweet. This is a 2024 we left a tweet up. We, edit, we, we edited the answer on, on the, the Omni thing, and we edited it on the website, I believe. But we didn't, can't edit the, Twitter, uh, the tweet. Just delete the tweet. Just delete it. That makes you look That's, sketchy, though. 
I got to defend him here. It's, it's you got to defend him. If he made you. I got to defend him. If in that he instance. misrepresented you. Well, your name's on the show, so I really didn't get so misrepresented. So technically he misrepresented me. Yeah, that's why you get to be mad about so it. So you guys just get to come in here and say anything you want. Anything but we want. But if we deleted the tweet, we wouldn't get to read the comments like, I hate the offseason. What are we even talking People about? People would be this? like, what are you running and hiding from? Twitter reactions brought to you by Scheiben Jewelers, Cleveland's premier jewelry one. store. It's not hiding from anything. It's about getting it right. This one from Corey that said someone lied on their resume to get this job. This is a ridiculous topic. Now, that's the type of stuff that makes me mad, though. That, that stuff genuinely does make me upset. What makes oh, you mad? what about Roger who just it, put It makes me mad because radio. They, they, oh, just, they just comment on these things and they don't actually listen to what we have to say on of it. Of course not. It bothers it's the, internet. the living daylights out of me. That's the only part that bothers that's why me. You get, that's why you say let's put an accurate representation out there. Well, that's Jermaine why. wanted to know. He said, I guess there's some type of unwritten rule in local radio that has to keep ridiculous topics going to fill the time. Thank you. Well, great. I mean, to be fair, those people probably aren't going to listen at any point anyway, right? They just oh, wanna, you don't think all those people just went through yell. and actually listened to the podcast just, no, that was yeah, linked they, in they the just, tweet? They just want to yell. Oh. They want to yell. I mean, you got to. I, I don't want Mitch. And now I'm getting Titanic oh, references. Typing on three, so the fan is absolutely awful. He didn't go and listen to the podcast that what was linked in the just tweet. Say, what did that guy just say? What did that guy just 92.3 The Fan one. continues to be absolutely awful. This is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. You don't think he took the time to go actually <laughs> hey, see what the content was? Careful hitting your hand, man. This is going to hurt. Oh, That's yeah. true. You'll be out another two days. That's right. That's enough. Showing up in a cast. Won't be here Saturday, Sunday, I bet. <sighs> Got to keep those typing fingers strong. It didn't even say. It, Roger, it, Roger's emoji was a clown. What's a just good use yeah. of emoji right oh, there if you're trying God. to express that you think they're a bunch of clowns. Oh, thanks for nothing. Yeah, I mean, you you took the brunt of it, not me. Nobody, if they're wow, not, if they're this not, station has gone downhill. If they're not clicking in for the podcast, they're certainly not clicking in to see Jonathan Peterwin fills in for Ken and Anthony, so I think I'm okay. Oh, my God. I think this one falls on you and a day where you're off. How about that? Oh, my God. Look at what you've done. You're going to be sick. Next time you're sick, you're just going to be thinking, did Mitch write the copyright for what me? Did you? What are you doing to me? What are you doing to me, Mitch? What have I done to you? Why would you do such a terrible thing? He's trying to get a job at TMZ. Don't mind him. Yeah, what are you doing? I'm just trying to work here. I'm You're just all these to together here for <laughs> you. I'm trying to work by posting that type of stuff. I'm just trying to work here. So what you doing? That's a great response, though. I'm just trying to work here. He's trying to work, work here, do all these cuts for you here at 6, 6 12 in the morning, and I got and I got to be subjected to this. Now, granted, it was my fault yesterday, but I'm going. Through I love it right that. I grant, I'm granted to, for something that's my own fault. I'm subject I to all this. this. I'm going that's through my own fault. Was the trigger man in the bank heist? I'll give you that. Yeah, let's... but you guys still want to bring up the bank heist? He wants to credit the arsonist for putting out the fire. Okay, all right. You're unbelievable. You're unbelievable. No, it was great until you took ownership of it. Got a in this instance, listen, it's here. it's very mature of you. I, I appreciate that. Uh, you know, you being like, hey, hand up. That one's on me. In this instance, I would have been like, that was exactly what I needed to be doing yesterday. That's what I think you should have done. It's exactly what I needed to be doing. You guys talked about PFF. You talked Now, maybe you could have given a little bit more of a disclaimer up front. I've been like, the guys reacted to the PFF yes. report. Maybe that would have been a yes. little bit better for everybody involved. Yes. But, you know, that's, that's where you Mitch. live and learn. That's where you live and learn. Mitch. Put a question I'm mark here. in there. We are <laughs> yeah. very sensitive to how we're represented on the station. Sure. Very sensitive. Damn it. Well. <laughs> Nine o'clock. We'll talk to Sam about it. <laughs> Woo!
Oh, I, well, I don't think Sam cares about how no. you tweeted the, the segment that I wasn't even here for. <laughs> Sam doesn't care Wait a minute. It's your picture and Anthony Lima's I picture know. on the tweet. What no. are you talking about? I wasn't about? there. Sports I boy wasn't Tony. here. Hasn't been here for three weeks now, and he's taking strays. What did, what, so this was Steve, was it Steve Palazzolo and Sam who said it? Yeah. Yes, it was on the Pro Football Focus NFL podcast. All right, well, let's hear it here. Let, all right, let's let's go here. Well, let me, let, here's Steve Palazzolo and Sam Monson from Pro Football Focus. Yeah, go ahead. Offensively, assuming they they maneuver the cap stuff, David Njoku's another guy that's a potential cut candidate. But man, did he start to figure it out last year? Man, yeah, coming off a really a, good year as a playmaker, like a legit playmaker. Because I'm going to come back to if if the Browns are going to get Deshaun Watson back to 2020, right? This is a while ago now. 2020 standards or 2019 standards. I think they got to do it with better pass catchers. It can't just be Amari Cooper and David Njoku. It's got to continue. It's got to get even better. And how are the Browns going to be able to do that this year? Cut David Njoku? Not going to cut David Njoku. Well, so it was explained to us through a series of texts afterwards that this would be a, if the Browns had to make room somewhere on the roster because of the salary cap, that David Njoku could possibly be one of the guys that would give them some cap space, therefore would be a cap casualty. But they're not saying cut David Njoku. Right. They're just saying, hypothetically, guys, it's February. It's sports talk. We've got to have things. Yeah, and I, I went back. I, I tried listening. I, I tried. Okay. I did. I listened to the whole entire bit they had. Like this morning, I went back and listened to it. Yeah. There's not a mention of David Njoku anywhere in there. So clearly, they got rid of it for a reason. They thought they were taken out of context. It's interesting then that you would get rid of the whole entire context. Well, I could understand if you had to, if you just had to come up with different names for different people. Like Jeff Kerr, CBS. Good guy. Like he wrote potential franchise tag guys for every single team. And then put the bronze and put nobody. Yeah, And I'm like, well, okay, at least he's being fair. You don't need to say something and then get aggregated by it. It's like, well, they said they can put the franchise tag on this guy. Even though that's like, that's nothing you would really rip on a guy for. But I, I respect you where you go, no, there's no reason to do that. Like, there would be no reason to cut David Njoku. No, not at all. Of all things, you could try to restructure the contract well, and, if you wanted to. The, I mean, gosh, the he's, dead cap doesn't seems make like sense he's either. eternally 21 years old. But No, but the dead cap doesn't make sense either, though. Yeah. Like, it just, for this next year, it, it makes zero sense. But, it, but Steve knows that type of stuff, though. Steve knows it. Sam know it. And they know they both know it. Uh, when I was listening to the audio, though, what was fascinating is that it, they said way more salacious things about Nick Chubb, in my mind. That's why it, what's fascinating is when things get aggravated. Salacious? Wow. Yeah, in the context of things of what actually could happen. David Njoku's never going to happen. We're in silly season. People need things to talk about. But oh, were, I thought they, we were talking about something else with Nick Chubb. I go, salacious. No, 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 no. We just use fun terms okay, to describe things as all that was. Uh, and so, anyway, no, what they, what they were proposing was that, you, you know, Nick Chubb can't come back on basically $12 million a year. Okay. He's got to come back on like a $6 million a year thing. Okay. That, I think, is more, I mean, from a content perspective, that's more interesting to me than David Njoku. Does, does Nick Chubb actually come back on a discount, or does Nick Chubb say, yeah. I'm going to go make $12 million somewhere else, and I'm just going to say I'm done with it? He's not going to make $12 million somewhere else. That's wow. why, like, both of these things just kind of go into a wall. Like, you know, nobody's cutting David Njoku. And, guys, like, I, I saw these tough-talking, like, sports hosts of some sort. Said, well, all they got to do is they're just going to cut David Njoku. I'm like, okay, I know you guys all want to be tough-talking Twitter guys and, and tell fans what they need to hear and not what they want to hear, like, you don't need to cut. You don't need to cut David Njoku. You don't need to cut Nick Chubb. You don't need to do any of that stuff. You don't need. We don't need to be cutting Nick Chubb. It, it wouldn't behoove the Browns to just buy because 
you still need a good running game. I mean, hell, isn't that what Bruce Arians and everybody was saying about Justin Herbert? Like, you still need a good running game there. So you would, right, if, you if said, he's able to provide anything, I'm not sure what he's going to be able to provide, but it doesn't doesn't help you to just let the guy go. Right, but you just said it yourself. No one's paying him $12 million no. a year, so why are we paying him $12 million? Oh, we don't have to pay him exactly $12 million right. so a year. The Browns are going to have to go to the table and say, Nick Chubb, you're going to have to take a discount, and, and then we're going to have to work this thing out. And taking a discount and having a contract with some sort of a guarantee of money is better than nothing at all. So it would not help out in his best interest, because who's going to sign hate to say it, who's going to sign Nick Chubb off that injury for more than what he would probably be offered by the Cleveland Browns? Mm-hmm. Nobody. So, golly. 48 hours I'm, I was gone. I'm look what you've done to me. <laughs> look what you've done to me in there. He won't even look at me. No, he's he's like hiding behind yeah. the wall. He's man. like a puppy it's your that fault to... that Ken looks like this now and not Little Dip. This is why I get two hours of sleep a night. Hope you're happy. <laughs> That's why you're driving me to an early grave. Speaking of driving, 745. It's all safe for FML. 745, speaking of driving. Coming up next, the Guardians have see-through pants, everybody. You can see through their pants. Like you can see their grapes. About last night, next on The Fan. Now, the Ken Carmen Show with Anthony Lima give their thoughts on what you might have missed about last night. No Donovan Mitchell last night due out because of an illness. Wasn't good for the Cleveland Cavaliers. They lost to the Orlando Magic, who are now 31-25. and they lost at home to Orlando 116 to 109, their 10th loss of the year at home. They're 19 and 10. JB Bickerstaff saying that you got to give Orlando credit. Give them credit. You know, I think it forced us into some of our turnovers. Uh, hard to win. We could turn it over 19 times. But they have guys great length. That was what makes them a really good defensive team. And to, you know, move them around a little bit more, make them chase us a little bit more, get the ball from side to side, and then be strong with the ball. Uh, I thought they did, did a good job of fouling us. Um, helping create some of those turnovers, um, but being physical, slapping, reaching, grabbing, holding. As J.B. Bickerstaff on it, is it, uh, is it excusable to lose without Donovan Mitchell on the floor to the Orlando Magic? I don't think so. I was wondering whether or not I'm going to give him a Peter Lynn pass. Ah, no. you crafty bastard. Yeah, no, no Peter Lynn pass. You. No Peter Lynn no pass? No Peter Lynn pass on that one. That's okay, a bad one. explain it. You're five and a half point favorites. I get you don't have Donovan. You're supposed to win that game. And you're supposed to show us something that late in the fourth quarter when you don't have much of an offense and it always goes through Donovan and everyone's like, oh, Donovan, he always he puts the cape on and he saves the day. You're supposed to show us, Ken, that you can do it another way outside of just always having Donovan go down that road and they weren't able to show me that last night. These are the rare opportunities you have hmm. when Donovan takes over late in games and everyone wants to complain about it and be like, oh, spread the ball around. These are the moments you look back on and like, well, you can't really do that. Donovan's got a right to take over in the fourth quarter because when the offense isn't going, he's the one that is he's an instant offense. It's explainable. It's not excusable. It's explainable. Not excusable. Explanation is first game back from the from the All-Star break. He had eight days off. I think eight days off uh, without without a game. I know you had workouts and things like that. Donovan, obviously, we know where the illness probably came from there. Uh, so you have this unfortunate incident where Donovan's sick. Then you have to kind of force everything out there. It's explainable. It's not excusable for the same reasons you have the turnovers. Things got sloppy. Uh, the way that they were able to out-physical you, you know, I think it takes you back and it makes you ask some questions about how tough this team's going to be. Of course, they play Philadelphia later tonight at Philadelphia, which is going to be another measuring stick because they become a try-hard team without Joel no, Embiid. Now you're on a back-to-back. and In the NBA, it's like, ah, you're on a back-to-back. Can't expect anything from you. And so they're going to get a pass tonight from a lot of people. I don't think they're going to get – they can't give themselves a pass. I don't want them to. They can't give themselves a pass. But I know how this is going to work. 
Back to backs. Everyone just, all right, back to back. It is what it is. Can't expect anything. And then if they win, it's like, oh, look at the gritty calves. Look at the gritty calves toughing that one out. I This is tough for me. I This is a, a complete exclamation point on the Donovan Mitchell Cavs era. It's, it's games like this where he's not there and you really see the impact that Donovan has any given night. Hey, more. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. That had to come up at 7 o'clock. That was pretty strong. Uh, guys, the Guardians have see-through pants. A lot of pictures came out like three times yesterday, yesterday because it's, you love this. There was a couple of pictures. I, I ended up watching Dodgers Padres yesterday. Oh, you did not. Yeah, I was. I swear to God, on my kids. What's their oh, pants situation? I, Kenny Baseball. I had, no, I had nothing. Else. What was I? What else was I supposed to do? It's live sports. I'm going to watch live sports. What else am I supposed to do, Jonathan? I mean, I there's there's things you can put on. I'm not going to hate you for it. I'm not going to. What else you was for I going to put on? It was a live game. It was in the middle of the day. Don't My ask kids me. aren't home yet. I'll put on Euroleague basketball. Don't ask. Yeah, me. there was nothing else to do. So I mean, we we do talk baseball on the station very little, but we talk baseball. So there was baseball. I'm gonna I'm gonna watch the baseball. And, uh, You'd be it, the world's greatest gambler, my friend. You no, really would. No, you would. If you're, was, if you're watching this type of stuff, you would be. You'd fit right in well, with the Dgens. Come to my was, community, Ken. Well, you get to Let's a point where it's your like bookmaker together. How many of these guys are you really gonna watch? You know what I mean? But <laughs> it, it was. It was so. I was looking at the Guardians' pictures, and they had a picture of Austin Hedges, and I mean, he looks like he's standing there in his underwear, guys. The, yeah. So the Fanatics jerseys are out, and the well, Padres the, have Fanatics jerseys. The Otani one was pretty evident. Too. Guys, you mentioned you watched. Yes, I. There ain't no way. To, there are no other way to say it, guys. I can see their grapes. <laughs> I mean, you you just can. You you can just see it. Uh, they gotta they gotta do something about this. I mean, Austin Hedges was just standing there in his underwear. The weird part is that I, so I read an article last night from the Athletic saying that uh, like it, I don't know the number. It's not half, but it, it, there's a decent amount of teams that haven't actually even gotten the pants yet. They have like a pants you gotta, shortage uh, amongst the the idea that the pants are see-through. Got to wear the old not, pants. Not every team has the pants, and there are teams out there that won't even have these pants until opening day, which is astonishing to me. That between Fanatics and Nike and everyone else involved in this, that they wouldn't be able to get everyone outfitted, and they're not tailoring the pants anymore. It just anymore. seems that everything we get involved in with them, it just doesn't turn out well. 
again, I, I'm just looking. I'm going, I can't take my eyes off it. I cannot take my... Because the jerseys are tucked in, so you can see the tails of the jersey, and yeah, then yeah. you see the, the compression shorts underneath. And I'm like, I'm looking at these guys in their underwear. What well, is going on here? I've said for years, spring training is where you find out who wears the pants in the MLB. <laughs> and I think this season... Get out of here. More than any other season, we will Is that will your know. second on the air? Because I know that's the second of the day you've done this. Probably. Okay. It is... Uh, it's it's a, it's a distraction. It's embarrassing, is what it is. It's it is embarrassing for the for Major League. Baseball. You guys are you guys are grown in, grown individuals. This is a ten billion dollar a year league, and they can't figure out how to wear pants and get the right pants and everything else. And and they, again, they won't tailor them like I they used to. Feel weird. When they have like a one size catch all team uh, with, type thing. It, this is this this looks very little league. Yeah. Very like all right. These are the same pants you wore for, and even now you get to keep the uniforms. It seems so. I. Uh, this is this is not good. It's it it's it looks cheap. It looks bad. The letters on the back of the jerseys. I'm like, man, they used to have big names out there. Now you can't even see them. It looks so cheap and so knockoffish. And I'm going, man, you guys just do everything you can to cheapen your own sport. It makes me want to be like, you know, how the Yankees don't put names on the back. Watching the names in the back yeah. of these jerseys makes me wish everyone was like it, the Yankees. We just had numbers on there and that was it. It makes me uncomfortable. Ugly. Like when you watch the, if you ever see the Cowboys. You ever notice their pants, like the the sweat on their pants, gets a little bit awkward because it, no, it, it looks like they're wearing I diapers or they've had an accident. In, NFL pant sweat. Yeah, those <laughs> you you can notice it when you see the pants. Yes, on the lineman. I'm doing during this break. Yeah, you look it up. You're gonna notice. You're gonna go. Oh, Ken was right. But this is this is untenable. And now it looks like if one of these guys slide, they're gonna rip their pants. These it looks like cheap fabric. I don't think I don't know that they're gonna rip their pants. They might, they might not happen until opening day, but I don't, I don't think. Well, you're the wearing mesh for crying out loud. I know, I know. Brady Quinn. I mean, this picture right here. For, I mean, come on, guys. Change your pants. Brady Quinn, former uh, Browns quarterback. We'll speak about another former Browns quarterback at 640. Uh, Brady Quinn says J.J. McCarthy from the Michigan Wolverines could go top 10. Shooting up people's draft boards right now. And He's the it quarterback of the draft class right now. He had said people are going to love his ability to create. Uh, says that he could, to me, he's going to end up being the top 10 pick when it's all said and done. I think teams are going to love his ability to create and his ability to take off and run to, end quote. I wrote this down. You could have six first-round quarterbacks, in the, obviously, in the first round. You ready? Yeah, let's do it. Caleb Williams, Drake May, Michael Penix Jr., Jane Daniels, Heisman Trophy winner. J.J. Yeah. McCarthy. Bo Nix is in this class. Isn't Bo Nix like six. 37 years old? You could have six in the first. People like guys with experience. They like guys with experience. Like last year. Oh, hell. The quarterback from Penn State. Who got who was right before right before a kid from Medina. Either way, the the guy had played quarterback for like 15 Trace McSorley, years. Maybe? No, 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 no. The, the one who's between him and Sean Drew Clifford. Allen. Sean Clifford. Oh, okay. And people we were losing it. their minds that he go. got drafted day three. And I go, he's played like a thousand college football games, guys. He's going to get drafted. Everybody wants a guy that they can go. Okay, let's see if we can make you a, a third team backup. Just because we know if you've played that much football, you clearly know offense. Yeah. I okay. I want to go back to the McCarthy thing, though, because I'm fascinated go ahead. by it. Yeah. So Harbaugh at one point called him a combination of Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen. And obviously, he's the head coach, so he's going to, he's going to like, talk him up. It is what it is, right? Yeah. But then he didn't treat him like he was a combination of Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen. No, he I just didn't. ran him with Corum and Edwards and then was like, all right, here you go. I, so I, I, part of me wonders, if he has this great skill set, why didn't Harbaugh really 
utilize this great skill set, but then I also I've seen enough of him to understand why draft people fall in love with this well, guy. I, I got well, the, like, I do I do yes. like him. I do. There is there's somewhat, but in Michigan, it wasn't given the, the same opportunity that I would have. But and I would for. and I would be accusatory and say, well, you're protecting him. Well, if you have a good running game like that, like I I was defensive at the Penn State win that they had had because. People were going after them, going, well, they wouldn't even throw the ball in the second half. And going, they didn't have, they didn't need to. Yeah. They didn't need to throw the ball more, in the second half. More in that game just decided it was yeah. like, I, I know how to win the game. I, I know how to win it. It's not going to be pretty for J.J. McCarthy. We're going to run the hell out of the ball, and there we are. There's questions about all these guys, though. I, it's, it's weird. There's six of them that could go in the first round, and I don't know if you're feeling that truly passionate about any of them. That is about last night. Coming up at 8 o'clock, the dangerous one, Daryl Ryder. Is there any leg? There's no legs to any of that silly stuff that we were talking about in the open. I don't know why, but I'm going to get Daryl to yell at, at Mitch about it as well because, you know what, I like just teaming up on Mitch with the dangerous one, Daryl Ryder. 9 o'clock, Sam Monson. We'll see him if he's going to put his money where his mouth is also not a fan of Deshaun Watson going into 2024. We'll talk to Sam Monson of PFF. Coming up next, speaking of Browns quarterbacks, time to dig up the past. Ken Carmen, Jonathan Peterlin, in for tone on the fan. 9 o'clock, Sam Monson going to join us on the show. Are we going to put him on the skewer? I like Sam. We can put him on the skewer. I think he out. wants to be put in the skewer. All right, what he wants to say about David Njoku, I guess he's tough talking about Deshaun Watson, too, so we're going to have to ask him some questions. Yeah, I mean, he wouldn't come on if he wasn't willing to be put in the skewer, right? That's true. That's true. All right, it's time to dig up the past. Johnny Manziel was on Club Shay Shay, which is the uh, YouTube show that Shannon Sharp does. Uh, it, it's been famous for a while. It, it gained a lot more notoriety during the Cat Williams interview, uh, which was, what, a few weeks ago, I think it was? It's been about a month. I watched that whole thing. That thing was like two and a half hours long. I watched that whole damn thing. You watched the whole thing? You didn't oh, just do the clips? No, no. I watched the I wanted to see. I did a lot of clips. No. But I... I watched the whole thing. And there's been other ones I've seen the, the of Club Shay Shay. It's, it's a great, it, it really is a great concept. But Johnny Manziel was on, and one of the things that he was talking about is how LeBron was uh, inviting him to go play poker and even help help Johnny Manziel out. And I remember, this is how bad off I was whenever I was in Cleveland. LeBron would text me every week to come over to the house and watch a game or play poker with the boys and just tried to be there. And I was so depressed for the first time in my life that even my biggest role model and inspiration in my life couldn't get me out of bed to come and hang out with them. You know, when I went to the Cavs games, I went, I was in, I was out. I didn't really grasp and latch on um, to him in a way that I should have. He tries to take me under his wing, right? And I'm just kind of nudging it away because of where my mental is and being just fully depressed in where I was in my life. Is that an excuse? Absolutely not. Because at the end of the day, the respect that I should have for them, giving me everything, should trump all else. It's odd because I know he's tried to troll Browns fans on the internet over the last couple of years, but this is a man who clearly was, it, it, and it may very well suffer from it, who was clinically depressed uh, when he was in Cleveland. I mean, there's... Yeah, that was sad. This self-sabotage all that was. of what Think- he deals with is... Think about right LeBron there. texting you and you not even wanting to go hang out with LeBron. Well, you think of the reasons you're being texted. I mean, he's saying to help him out and things like that. Like if he, he kind of to to me, it makes it sound like he knew LeBron knew there was something wrong with him. Does that oh, does that I, sound I, like that's that not to how you? I got it. That's, no, how, that's, I, that's how it sounded to me. To me, I, I looked at it like LeBron was looking to kind of bring him into his his friendship yeah. circle, trying like, to make him as another. Yeah, like hey, we're both going to run. Mean, we Cleveland. have those talks. At the at the point, like, is are is he going to be on the Sherwin Williams building? Yeah, he's like, we're, we're, we're going to be tied together for the next fifty years in this city. Let's go ahead and become best friends and hang out and and do all that stuff. Well, they run a fast food commercial together. 
when he first got here. They did a ton. Well, they, LeBron they, and Johnny? Yeah, they were in a commercial together. So, I mean, you can't can't deny that. From a um, national perspective, that's what people tied together. You thought yes. of Cleveland, you thought of LeBron, you thought of Johnny. Well, there was a lot of things that were likable there at the very beginning. Then, the, what got a lot of people going, did you guys bring this up yesterday, you and Baskin? We brought, yes, we did. Okay. And actually, it was this segment, too. So. Oh, wow, okay. I didn't realize that. Uh, here's Johnny Manziel talking about getting shut out by Brian Hoyer. Brian Hoyer had been waiting on opportunity to be able to go really provide for his family, get an opportunity, and he saw how much of an upper hand he had on me, mm -hmm. and he didn't hold back when it came to that. So there was instances in the quarterback room early on where I would ask the same question a couple times, and he'd be at the head of the table and go, again? We're doing this again? Keep him out of it, right? right? Let's just cut that off. And I don't have a bad word to say about Brian Hoyer. That is just fact of what happened in that room. So when that happened. So if we were to ask another quarterback that's in that room. Go ask Connor Shaw. Go ask Connor Shaw, who played at South Carolina and was with us in Cleveland. Go ask him how Brian Hoyer was in that room. Go ask Dow Loggins. Now, I should, I should have you know, when Baskin and I talked yesterday, it was not about this clip and it wasn't about the LeBron clip. Well, we, what was we it? We were playing about the other clips where he kind of showed maturity. More than anything else. And in that clip that you just played, that one felt like maybe that was a step back in the maturity scale and the compliments that we'd given Johnny yesterday. Well, when I hear that clip, and, uh, you know, I was there at the time. I'm still here at the time, for crying out loud. <laughs> but I, I, I go back, and I got to check some of my own notes, so some of the things that I remember, some of the things that I had said at that time. Uh, some of the ways I wanted it to be done because I, I I'll, I'll never forget that season when they they started out 0 and 4 and then things started to roll downhill and I got mad in that game that they should have won against Indianapolis that game was handed to them on a platter and they didn't win that game I was as fit to be mad and and, and emotional as anybody there but I also know that Johnny did not conduct himself professionally at all and that's why the the reins of the team did not want to be handed over to him and there were also people who are no longer in the organization who were even a part of the staff in ways and wanted to kind of gash you up about that relationship with Brian Hoyer and, and Johnny Manziel. Because for us, it was, now it's a changing of the guard. It will be Brian Hoyer until it's no longer Brian Hoyer, and Brian Hoyer has to help out Johnny Manziel. So it played on our emotions. We're the fans, we're the general managers who are never going away. You know, fans, media, everything, like, you guys are here forever. Mm -hmm. where they're only here for a short amount of time. So it's like, well, yeah, this is a natural thing where Brian is the quarterback, and now they've taken Johnny Manziel, and maybe Brian could hold on to the job for a little bit, but it seems that Johnny Manziel is just going to take this over. And then when it's said to you that, well, Brian's not necessarily taking good care of him, like it, they, there was a attempt to almost, poison's not the right word, but certainly influence you against against Brian at that time. Well, you can't blame Brian. With some people you? who, again, are no longer within the organization, no longer in the building. And I had to look at it every single day and go, yeah, but if I were Brian, can I blame it? The stuff that Lima is showing me on his phone, for crying out loud, after evenings out, all the stuff, these other things, can I blame Brian Hoyer for being flippant towards Johnny Manziel? And at the end of it, I, I just couldn't. I yeah, couldn't Brian, blame Brian him for beating that. Put the bottle way. in his hand, and Brian didn't have him. What do you say? He lost forty pounds because he was, he was doing some extracurricular yeah, yeah. activities. He, he, like, he, like, I mean, that's he not was skiing. Yeah, that's not. Well, that's not a Brian. And 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 Brian Hoyer, look at him. He, he's like a consummate professional. He's winning ball games. He's getting things together. And you're like, well, uh, yeah, I'd be mad as hell if I was Brian Hoyer too. It, it's easy to say this, you know, ten years after the fact, okay? Because Johnny was the shiny new toy. 
it was like, man, we got to get going with this guy. He's the first round pick. He's this big star. There's all these other things. And it just, it seemed like this was a guy who just, and you go back to the untold thing that he did a couple of months ago or last year, whenever the hell it was, where he, he was a college football guy. He was a college football player. Being a professional was just not really in the cards for that guy. Mm-hmm. There's definitely some some instability personally with him. There's definitely some things that he needs to get figured out for himself, the self-medication that played into it. There's a lot of big picture things that I can't be a therapist for. But even going back to that time, you know, when he says, well, Brian would, would in that way. Well, if this is happening in the season, we got to get ready for a game. I only have so much time that we could sit here and hold people's hands for all of this. We got to get ready to go out and try to win football games because Brian is trying to play for his future. That's yeah, what he's, he's trying he's to do. He's got just as much, so much of a right to play for we, his future as Johnny yes, does. So we keep going back on all these things that we've already covered. Well, why aren't we covering? Because you're not paying attention. Because you were out to God knows when last night. <laughs> yeah. And and this isn't said with malice. I mean, again, we, we've moved on. We have different quarterbacks. We have different coaches. Again, the people that I said they were, that were trying to get in on the Johnny stuff and trying to get you influenced on that. They're no longer in the building. They haven't been in the building for a very long time. Well, they swung and missed in a big way. You should be out of the building. So it's it's... It is, when I first heard, I go, oh, we're doing this again. We're going to blame everybody else again. I, I do think he's probably telling the truth because if I was if I were Brian Hoyer, yeah. I'd, I'd be the same way. Oh, I think he's telling the truth. I just don't, I don't begrudge Brian Hoyer for that in the slightest bit. And I don't, and honestly, but the, I, truth, I thought, the truth, just because it's the truth doesn't mean I have to hold him a grudge. Right. I, I thought, and I don't. I thought 95% of that was different than what that clip was. I thought 95% of that interview was Johnny being mature. And Johnny showing how he and admitting how he messed up and really just kind of taking ownership for the fact that it didn't go the way that he wanted and he didn't handle it the right way. And if given that opportunity, most people should have done things a million times different than what he did. I, I thought there was growth there. Uh, and, and maybe it's just because I see Johnny a lot because, you know, I love golf and I'm in uh, the golf YouTube world constantly. And he's and Johnny's constantly popping up in that world. Really? And he's doing all these different golf videos. And I, I just I see him a lot. And in these videos, I'm telling you, he's just a different person than what he was. Well, he seems like he's mature now. He gets it a little bit better. There comes a time where, like, I, I was never his neighbor. I was never his, you know, I, it was a very professional thing, if that. Uh, I never was out and about in the same circles as him, obviously. I mean, good God, I was just getting ready to start having kids at that time. Uh, and, you know, looking at it from Brian's point of view, probably, I mean, what the hell? He's probably made $40 million in his career. Could have made a lot more. Maybe, maybe. I probably he's probably made a lot of money, Owen. Well, I mean, he goes back and looks quarterback at for a very long period of he time. He goes back and looks oh, at it. I think he made more than. Oh, okay. Well, if he's made like forty million dollars in his life, can I can I sit there and can I sing the blues for Brian Hoyer that much? No, not really. No, but he also looks at it and says, "What happens if I would have been able to finish out the year that you know they had a real shot?" Yeah, there's a possibility there. His whole life could be different. Maybe he's Geno Smith. Hmm. That's a strong thing late, to put. Late yeah. in his career, yeah, maybe, gets maybe, things going, and then maybe. all of a sudden, but am I Gino's gonna, got $35 million a year if, contract. If Geno Smith was handed the same situation, would I, 10 years from now, feel bad for Geno Smith? No. No. Uh, it, it, it's still life-changing money. It's still it's still a way to change your life. And I hope that Johnny, for you know, I said this last summer when that other thing came out, how old is Johnny Manziel? 30 yeah, but, by yeah. now? Is he 30? He's older than that, I would imagine. 31. He's 31, 31 years old? Yeah. I mean, for all intents and purposes, you got about 50 years ahead of you, bud. Like, you got to figure out what your life's work is, and I can't help him figure that out. I don't even know. The no, and you can tell he's on this, like, social media journey to try to figure it all out. Yeah. That's why he's on all these golf videos that I watch. That's why he is everywhere. I, I'm surprised. I, I know he hasn't done many things, like, with Shannon Sharp, for instance, or the NFL in recent years, but he's been trying to find his, his, have his to find area. A, a constructive passion is what you need to find.
216-474-0092. Coming up next, it's a simple question. If not Donovan, then who? Ken Carmen, Pedal and Infratone on the fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.